PH presents Movies That Matter. It's me, it's me, it's the J-A-T-double-V. As always, I'm here with my co-host. The superstar James Starring. The guy that makes the ladies scream until they cream. Yep, the legendary Creamin. The COVID uh, Creamin. COVID Creamin, still COVID Creamin, but almost back to normal Creamin. Yeah, how is um, how is it where you are? Well, as I was say, we have a new episode, but we're we're a couple days late. And for once in the history of this podcast, it's my fault, not Jamie's, <laughs> because I have not had AC for like eleven days. Yeah, and it's not that big a deal in Miami. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> It's been 83 degrees in my apartment, and uh, yeah, I just couldn't, like, to do the podcast, like, like I have, like, two box fans on me. If I'm sitting in one spot on the couch and I have two box fans on me, it's not that unbearable. Yeah. But, but to, do, to do the podcast, I can't have box fans on me because that's all you would hear. Yeah. So, it was just, I told Jamie, just wait until the AC guy came, which he came today. And it kind of works now, but it kind of doesn't. But, you know, it's just the way it is, man. Yeah, COVID's affecting everything. Are things opening up down there? Yeah, I think the beach opened today. Are they going to have that, Are they going to have that wrestling event? Oh, we're going to talk about that off air. All right. No, they are going to have it, but they rescheduled it. All right, word. But, uh, yeah, they – I mean, like – I went to a bar the other night. It was we sat outside, but I don't think anyone was inside. And uh, but every table outside had people at it. Yeah, nobody cares about social distancing or whatever. Uh, not if you're going to a bar. Yeah, I don't see the point. The the people who work there, they had masks and gloves and stuff on. Um, but yeah, the, I think the beach is open today. I saw somebody post about it. I didn't go down there. Uh, I think gyms are starting to open, but there's all kind of crazy rules. Like, they got to take your temperature before you walk in. Yeah. I had an eye appointment last week, and they took my temperature when I walked in. That's crazy. Yeah. They did it on, like, on my forehead. People are starting to get haircuts. I need a haircut bad, but I almost have a mullet. So, I'm going to wait till the Coast Guard makes me cut it, maybe. Because, man, for those of you who know me, man, it's a dream of mine to have a mullet. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I can tell you that. I think I've had, I mean, I've had every stage of Rambo for sure. Yeah, you've had some unbelievable mullets for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I was Kenny Omega basically at one point. I've been Rambo one, two, and three. Um, that was just in college, Rambo one, two, and three. Yeah, it's definitely you've had unbelievable mullets. Yeah, the only haircut you might have had that was better was when you did the real horseshoe for Hogan for Halloween. Oh yeah, when I did, I really did shave my head completely and do a horseshoe mullet and dye my—I even dyed my eyebrows. <laughs> that was incredible. And then I had to run door, so I ran. I was a bouncer that night in a Hulkamania shirt, tucked into my blue jeans with cowboy boots on. Like when Hogan shows up out of nowhere, like the early WCW Hogan, where he came out in those cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah, and like a, a Canadian tuxedo, like a cut off jean shirt and jeans and cowboy yeah. boots. Yeah, that's basically what I was. That's one of my favorite Hogans. Yeah, that's an unreal look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Was, was, it's uh, it's getting a little bit back to normal here. What about you? Yeah, they just the governor announced. Uh, yesterday that starting tomorrow restaurants can open you know at half capacity um, as long as they follow the social distancing rules um, that kind of stuff so we're gonna wait until Monday and then we're gonna open our lobby and bars and stuff so it's good to get my some of my bartenders back to work pretty stoked about that but I mean they're shooting people people if you ask somebody to wear a mask they just shoot you now Dude, I saw I saw a video online the other day of this lady at the grocery store and she wasn't wearing a mask and a mob was following her around and like calling her a stupid fucking bitch and like <laughs> like 
the most insane stuff you've ever seen, man. Some people are just crazy. One of the location will be, you know, unnamed, but one of our employees told someone, told this guy that he couldn't, you know, he could, we wouldn't serve him without a mask. She was like, do you mind please getting him? She was really nice. She was like, do you mind please getting a mask? Like we're told we can't serve anybody without a mask. And the guy looked, started freaking out and he goes, I'll shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious that somebody would just even say that. But at yeah, the, that level immediately to a 20 year old girl, that's what he, that was his first reaction. If you tell me to wear a mask, I'll shoot you in the fucking face. They shot, some dude shot somebody at a Waffle House here. I don't even know. Yeah. Waffle House, you think, is a place where everybody be coming together, plugging the jukebox, and who gives a damn about a, wa- a mask at Waffle House? You cook your own food half the time there. Yeah, one time I threw a coffee cup against the wall and it shattered and no one said anything. Yeah. <laughs> I've thrown up on myself. I've shit myself at Waffle House. Like, And now, you know, people are to shoot people because of masks. So, yeah, really, this is worse than the actual COVID is the max. No, people, and I predicted that months ago. Yeah. People, yeah, there people are losing it right now. But, you know, I just I think we're just to the point where it's like, yeah, man, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's cool. It's not worth arguing over. I just don't care anymore. No, it's really not. Like, I, if you know me, I don't really give a shit about this whole COVID thing and like, I don't want to wear a mask when I go out. I think it's stupid. But that being said, like if I go to a grocery store or an establishment and they require you to wear a mask, like I'll put it on. Like that's what I, be an asshole about it. Yeah. Or just I have, if you feel that strong about it, just don't go. Yeah, just don't go. I mean, like if I have to wear a mask somewhere, I will. I don't care. Like, or if it's making people uncomfortable, whatever, man, I'll just put it on. I really don't give a damn. And I don't want to hear people. It sounds awful hearing people. Um, like when people talk to me, I just want to like, somebody is just like, Hey, what are you doing? I just want to look at them and go, I'm just minding my own goddamn business. That's what I'm doing right now. Right at the moment before you were talking to me, I was minding my own goddamn business. Uh, but now I'm not, now I'm having to talk to you because you talk to me. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I mean, I have to wear one at work, but if somebody even looks at me weird, I just put it on. I don't even care if I'm out. I just I can't talk to people. Yeah, it's not worth dealing with crazy people. No, nah, man, I'll just put it on. It'll be awful for 20 minutes, and I'll just get in my car and, you know, take it off. I don't care. If it's that big a deal, you can click on any button on the Internet and order. People just bring groceries to your house right now, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I've done that. It's incredible. It's really not even that much more expensive. No, it's like $20 more. Yeah, uh, the the AC guy who came, he was really cool, but he, uh, like, I went to shake his hand, and he, like, did, like, the elbow thing. Yeah, people are, I'm still doing the, I'm doing Bash Brothers to everyone right now. Yeah, you know what I thought of today that would be awesome, and I should have done it to him, was, you know, me and you, people don't know, we're a big fan of, like, 96, 97 Sid, or really the whole career of Sid, yeah. Vicious. This, like, this Sid uh, AKA Psycho said. Yeah. But yeah, remember when he did the air fist bumps to the crowd? Yeah, those were amazing. And then like shot his arm up after he was done? Yeah. That's what I need to start doing to people. Yeah, air fist bumps are from Sid are incredible. Damn, I need to start doing that too. All right, I'm, I'll start it tonight. Yeah, it might be the best thing to come out of COVID. Uh, yeah, it could really be. Air fist bumps? Hell yeah. And that's, I mean, Sid would appreciate it. Yeah, the dream is to do it too, Sid. Yeah, that is the dream. All I want to do is right now he can't even play softball. Yeah, I know it's terrible. I want to just go pitch to him and bat just so he can have batting practice. You know what's crazy? Out of all the sports, you think baseball would be fine because like they're all so far away from each other on the field. (laughs) Yeah, I just I don't even know. Uh, I don't. You think they're going to allow fans in, like a certain amount of fans, or what? yeah, from what I'm hearing, the NFL's plan is to do, like, a person, like, every sixth or seventh seat, basically. So, like, 25% capacity or whatever that comes out to. But, obviously, I think to supplement, those tickets are going to be outrageous. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to even go to a game. Like, what if you want to take – tickets are expensive already. What if you want to take a chick to a game? They got to sit, like, seven seats away from it. Or even – 
like half the fun of going to this shit is going with your friends and drinking and now everyone's gotta be seven feet from each other, whatever it is. Yeah, I guess you gotta take up a whole section and scream at each other. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a nightmare, but that, I think that's the NFL's plan. I don't know about like the NBA, I don't think they're doing crowds. They're playing in like at Walt Disney World. Everything. That's hilarious. So and I don't even know if they're doing a season or playoffs or what. I think they're just going to fourteen team playoff. Baseball is like has the craziest rules. Like no sunflower seeds, no tobacco, you're not allowed to spit. Yeah, that was yeah, okay. <laughs> what what sense does that make? People are gonna t- pass away because baseball everybody chews, everybody has gum and everybody has seeds. I just don't understand like if I'm spitting sunflower seeds, how someone's gonna get COVID from that. I don't know. Unless I spit the seeds directly on them. Yeah, or spit them in their mouth. Yeah, or if I, like, throw a chew ball at somebody. And then if, or if you, like, if you walk in the dugout and just fish hook your chew out and just shove it in somebody's mouth and start dying laughing and scream COVID and walk off. Yeah, that would actually be hilarious. <laughs> I would die. I'd probably pass out if somebody did that. I'd be laughing so hard. If you just put your, your used tobacco in someone else's mouth, it'd be awesome. And just scream COVID. <laughs> somebody, I had a dip in at work the other day, and somebody asked me, like, what girls think about that. And I was like, oh, I was like, my dream is to find a girl who will just take it out and put it in her mouth and finish it. Yeah. I mean, if it's about three people threw up. <laughs> I mean, that's a good dream to have. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's a perfect woman. I know. Yeah. But, you know, finding them's hard. Yeah, that's true. So, this week, we do not have a movie. As we talked about at the end of last week's podcast, we are have a exclusive interview. Uh, we get to catch up with a legend. You know, a lot of people were talking about The Last Dance on ESPN and The Undertaker documentary that's real huge right now. And, you know, it's like, <clears throat> We have our own exclusive interview with a legend who doesn't really do a lot of interviews. Doesn't do interviews at all. And everybody's has this like 90s nostalgia going on. And, you know, Scotty Pippen rookies are $80 now instead of 30. Like people are buying into all this stuff. So we figured, you know, we, we actually got reached out to, we've been talking for a little while to this dude and uh, I'm pretty excited about this interview, but it's definitely going to be a lot of nostalgia in here. Uh, probably hear some info that we've never heard before. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real exclusive. I mean, we've had him on before. He's a buddy of the podcast, but he doesn't get out much, especially with COVID now. So it's it's really an honor to get to talk yeah. to him. We're, we're, of course, talking about Roadkill. How would you describe Roadkill to somebody who's never heard of him? Um, I, probably I would tell him it's their favorite wrestler. Uh, that w- yeah, your favorite your favorite wrestler's favorite yeah. wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. I mean, I would describe Roadkill as somebody who had a hell of a run in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, huge, huge in the the tri-state area. Um, he was a good worker, uh, one of the best big man men in the business. Um, battled through injuries, always showed up, always worked. Um, real quiet, keeps to himself, uh, spends a lot of time in the woods. I mean, I've never seen anybody uh, as handy as him as far as creation goes. What about, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, when you when you talk to him, I mean, his passion is professional wrestling, but he also, like everything he owns, he built, you know, his cabins he built himself. You know, everything, everything he wears, he made all his blankets at his house. He made all his food. Of course, he made hunts and makes mm-hmm. himself his garden. He grows everything. He makes his own liquor. Yeah, I mean, it, he, he, he grows his own tobacco. He built his own internet, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I, I, he's the most uh, self-sufficient person. I've yeah, ever easily. Um, and, you know, that it's kind of nice to like talk to him outside of the wrestling world. Cause you really see how, you know, 
he his wrestling character is basically the same as his real life character you know like they're basically this that's why he's so good at what he does you know he just brings his own personality into the business and into the squared circle yeah and like i said you know with everything going on jordan in that documentary that was like everyone's like oh man we never like heard jordan like this and the undertaker documentary you know we've never heard taker talk like this and now you know we're able to bring roadkill to everybody and you're going to really hear him like you've never heard him before and also he he uh said that he has a big announcement that he wanted to talk to us about an exclusive for us yeah which i'm so thankful for yeah so it's really a big honor i mean you know we grew up watching them and for him to like reach out to us all the time and come on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen him on another podcast in a long, long time. Yeah. I haven't even heard him anywhere in a long time. I haven't either. So we're going to be <laughs> able to talk to him and uh, bring you this interview. I hope you yeah. guys enjoy it. Promised. We uh, have been able to get in contact with a legendary roadkill. It's an honor to have him on the show. Roadkill. How you doing, brother? Hey Buck, how you doing, brother? I'm doing doing uh I'm doing all right. You know, just living in a crazy world these days. Uh all the all the things I hear from from the public eye and you know, it's a little wild out there. How you been? We're doing great, man. It's uh you know, we're so honored to have you on. I'm excited, Jamie's excited. And Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, it's it's just incredible to be able to talk to you. How, uh, you know, you're kind of a guy who lives in seclusion and you're not really out in the public eye. You live out, you know, in your own, on your own land in the middle of nowhere. But so how has COVID affected you? Uh, let me tell you, but COVID has affected me zero. Um, as far as, you know, you know, I, I'm kind of, I make my own food. Uh, as a matter of fact, I got some vermin stew brewing right now, um, I don't know, when's the last time you had vermin stew? Man, it's been a long time. I know you made me that vermin stew, and uh, it was unbelievable. It was, it was some of the best food I've ever had. Yeah, I got the stew a brew right now. But, um, you know, honestly, it's been different for me because nobody's been coming around as much. Um, I've really taken this time to, uh, you know, build out the forest, um, got a couple new cabins, a couple places to stay now. If you guys ever want to come up here and go hunting or fishing, you just let me know. Uh, I've got plenty of room these days. Uh, built my internet from scratch. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with how that works, but uh, we can get into it another time. I don't want to take up all your time. Well, can you, for um, those who have never built <laughs> built an internet, uh, how does that work? Well, you know, you triangulate the signal from the satellites and um, you got to, well, first of all, it starts at, to making your own steel. Um, so I made my own steel. I was able to triangulate the signal and uh, I'm able to kind of log into the world, you know, and see what's going on a little bit. I, I don't get on very much, but, um, you know, just to read the news and, and really the main reason is I've been trying to keep up with wrestling. You know, I've been watching a lot these days. Uh, there for a while, I, you know, I wasn't really watching. Um, these last couple of years, I've really gotten back into it. So you're not what you would call a social media guy. You're more of a, you're just getting information. You're on there reading. Yeah, I just get on and get the information. And, you know, I go from there. And uh, if I need to do anything, you know, mainly, you know, I'll make a few calls on the satellite phone. And uh, just like I called you and Jamie and, you know, just catching up, that kind of thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen you in person. I think the last time was when you made me and Jamie those those jackets. I know Jamie wears his all the time in Colorado. Oh, yeah, dude. I love that jacket. It's probably my favorite jacket ever. Um, yeah, I think – what pelt? Do you make those out of pelts or, or uh, is that – you know, what animals were those? I can't remember. Well, those were all um, – those are all fox and squirrel. Um, and I only killed adult males uh, that had already reproduced, already used their organs to reproduce at least once. Uh, you know, you know how I am about wilderness when you're living in the middle of it. But yeah, it took me about 10 minutes to make those jackets for you guys. 
Uh, if you want, you know, if you want to match a pair of pants, let me know. I would love it. I mean, I, I live in Florida now, so uh, I don't know how often I can wear pants down here, but I would love a pair. Yeah, I would love a pair too. I mean, if anything, we can just wear them when we go to the wrestling shows and stuff. Um, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, Roadkill, you said that you um, you have the internet so you can keep up with wrestling. What kind of what kind of stuff in the wrestling world do you does Roadkill enjoy now? What are some of the kids coming up who Roadkill would would have loved to work with? Oh man, there's a lot of them out there. Um, you know, just kind of going through and watching, uh, it's kind of got me a little itching. And and uh, there's a few guys, you know. Obviously, I think that um, I think AJ Styles and I could really have a good program together. Um, he's one of the best in the world. I really like Kenny Omega. Um, you know, I, I missed out on a lot of his early stuff. So, you know, I went back and watched a lot of his Japan stuff. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Japan. Some of my buddies were over there for a while. Um, I'm sure you know Scott Norton, a good friend of mine. Uh, he wrestled over there for a long time. I've always looked out to him, look up to him. He's, he's a good guy. You know, Kenny, really, he's real flashy over there. He does a good job, and he's been – you know, it seems like he's been putting everybody over in AEW, but, you know, I'd love to work with Cody. Uh, Cody Rhodes is just such a good storyteller. Um, I, you know, a lot of people dog him on his, um, you know, wrestling skills and stuff, but I, I think that uh, – I think him and I could tear the house down, um, especially tell a hell of a story. Um, those are a couple guys I really like. You know, obviously there's some old-timers, you know, some people my age – I'd still always do a program with Sting if it was possible, you know. I'd, him and I never crossed paths in, in the 30 years, you know, we've been doing this. And it'd be real nice to, you know, sit down with Steve and and uh, plan out a couple matches with him. Uh, I don't know. Who do you think I should wrestle if I were to wrestle? You know, who do you think – who do, who do you think in the world reminds you of me? Well, you definitely also – I think you and Brody Lee would be incredible, I think – uh, you and Ishii would be incredible. I think, uh, I mean, you and Cody would probably tell a great story. I mean, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of talent out there right now that you could have worked with for sure. Um, what, uh, you know, Cody has that new neck tattoo. Uh, do you have any tattoos or are you able to give yourself tattoos out there? Uh, I know you built, you said you built the internet for yourself. Is, is that something Roadkill enjoyed doing, or does he have a tattoo parlor up there in one of those cabins? Um, I mean, I can tattoo anything on anybody. Um, it's pretty easy. Uh, I can build one of those guns real quick. I've done it before. Um, I've got real steady hands, too, so it'd be quick. But, you know, for me, I just always – I never have really thought about tattoos too much. You know, I've got so many – scars from life from being in the ring in the wilderness and you know i mean it's and i would say that life's tatted me up you know yeah you also brought up scott norton who's one of me and jamie's favorite wrestlers um well there's a there's a story i want to ask you about and if you don't want to talk about it i i understand but there's a folklore story about an arm wrestling match that you and scott norton had like way back in the day uh no one has it on film or photos or anything but a lot of people talk about it. it's in the rumor mill um can you can you shed any light on that uh, <laughs> i uh haven't thought about that in a long time yeah scott and i we you know we were up and down the roads a few times and uh there there might have been a match there might have been something going on at one point um you know you'd you'd have to ask the guys in the back about that when i uh I don't really have much light to shed, but yeah, you know, it's, it's basically, you know, that third Rocky fight, you know, third Rocky Apollo fight, you, you don't really know. You're probably never going to know who won. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of hogging this interview. Jamie, do you have any questions for Roadkill? Yeah, that was a great, that was one of the questions I wanted to talk about was the arm wrestling match, but uh, seems like, you know, that's just one of those things for the boys in the back. Um, my, one of the questions I have for you, you know, are, you know, I know you go into town sometimes and, um, 
you know, what, what are people saying to you? Like, are you, or have you been running into fans? Are they, are you are people talking to you? Is any, I know it's been kind of crazy out there and stuff, but surely they still recognize you. I'm, I'm sure you made your own masks and stuff like that. And, um, but you know, what, what are the fans saying to you? Have you heard anything from them? Oh, that's a, that's a good question, Jamie. Um, you know, I actually made, uh, I made 20,000 masks in a day and, um, handed them out to the town. Um, I've, you know, the, I think I'm getting a little old. <laughs> I, uh, got a little softer heart these days. I've been going into town every now and then. And, you know, most of the time, you know, I see the kids and, you know, a lot of times I have their dads coming up and saying, Hey, Hey, hey son, you know who this is? You know, that kind of stuff. And, all I hear is, hey, kill, when you're you going to do one more, you're getting back in the ring, kill. And, you know, just I'd love to see one more hit and run or just one more possum drop. Uh, a, a dad actually let me possum drop his son in the parking lot one time. It was, uh, that was a couple months ago. Um, so that was pretty fun to do. But um, most of the time, they're just thankful, you know, and I, I couldn't be happier, you know, to still be beloved and remembered and, you know, it's almost like I didn't leave the ring sometimes when I go out and people surround me for autographs and stuff like that. And, you know, for a while I was a little standoffish and, and, you know, but now I just, I embrace it and I love it and I'm real happy uh, to just still be remembered. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we, I know we get asked a lot about you because you've been such a huge part of our podcast, always helping us out and coming on. So we get asked about you all the time. So you definitely still have a lot of fans out there. Um, I wanted to ask you, we know you build your own cabins. We know you're very self-sufficient. Um, I'm, I'm drinking Buffalo Trace whiskey right now. I, if I remember, you make all your own liquor, all your own tobacco out there. Uh, what, what, what is roadkill drinking these days? Do you still chew tobacco? Do you still smoke tobacco? Like what, what is, I know you're getting a little older. You know, what is your lifestyle like now? Well, Buck, I'm glad you asked. You know, I, I actually quit chewing tobacco. Um, I just, it just wasn't practical anymore. I started rolling it. Um, I make my own cigars now. Um, I'm just kind of a, you know, cigar for breakfast, uh, cigar at the end of the day kind of guy these days. Um, as far as uh, my stills go, I've got 42 stills now. So I, I have you know, different batches of stuff right now. I just, uh, bottled, you know, I made, I blow glass. So I made my own glass bottles to put the whiskey in. Um, I don't know if you've ever blown glass, but it's, it's pretty simple. I think you could get, get to it pretty quick. Um, but yeah, I just made my, uh, first ever 10 year bourbon. Uh, it's been aging for 10 years and I'm drinking on it right now. It's real good. Um, I'll have to ride the horse in and, and um, send a post to you, send a package to you. I'll let you guys try some. I know Jamie really likes his bourbon. I uh, surprised you're drinking Buffalo Trace last. I remember you were drinking uh, tequila for a while, I think. But uh, I don't, I don't know. It's been a while. Wow, I can't. I would love to try that that ten year bourbon. I, I just think that would be phenomenal. Um, what what type of um, cask did you age it in did you make your own own barrels and uh like you know what 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 are you doing with that well you know i make um you know i take american oak and i make my own barrels and uh you know they're they're charred i char them up and then i age the age the bourbon in there age the whiskey in there and it becomes bourbon after two years uh, pretty easy process. I learned it in probably about six hours. Uh, I can make a barrel in about 30 minutes now. Um, I've gotten really good at hewing logs, so I can I can get those planks out pretty quick. Wow. I uh, yeah. I, I would love to come up and do that. Maybe one day we can we can uh, make our own batch for the podcast. What do you think, Buck? No, that'd be incredible. I, I would love to learn how to do that kind of stuff. I've never blown glass. Jamie's blown a lot of things, but he's never blown glass either. I don't think. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, what a, you know, we know you build your own cabins. You have a cat. You have a hide. Like last time we talked to you, you had a cabin just for your hiding. 
you had a cabin for your vegetable garden. You had a, you had cabins for different things. How many cabins on your land do you have now? Uh, right now, right now I have thirty-one. Uh, thirty-one cabins. Um, and how long does it take you to build a cabin? Uh, just about a day. Um, it you know if I get up, you know I'm up four thirty. You know me. Um, I'm up at four thirty by five. I'm outside working, whether it's feeding the animals or cutting logs. I mean, you know, I probably by lunch I can have all the trees chopped and and hewed and uh, ready to start building. By probably an hour after lunch, I can dig the foundation and then I can uh, I can stack the logs and get the roof on by evening. If if I really haul ass, I can eat supper in there. You know, build it that day and. And eat a bowl of stew in there. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, you know, Jamie's single. I'm a, I'm a newly single man. Um, what what is your uh, lady situation like, especially with COVID and everything? Or, you know, it's, obviously, if you, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. But you know, we do have a lot of lady fans who always ask us about you. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, you know the age old saying, "Roadkill thrills." Um, you know, he, uh, I, I got a couple here and there and, you know, every now and then, uh, we go to town and, uh, we do our thing and, you know, I've got, I've got one that comes up and works with me on the farm and I've got one that likes the, you know, we'll plant the garden. I basically got a gardener and then a, and one that likes the animals. I, I got a few here and there, but, uh, no need to go into details, but I'm, I'm, I'm fairly happy. I'm not going to settle down anytime soon, uh, but I'm fairly happy with what I got. Yeah. And I'm sure the ladies are really happy. What, um, when Roadkill sees a, a young lady that he's interested in, like, what is his, what's his move? Like what, what's a perfect date for Roadkill? Uh, just a perfect date or, well, I'll start with a perfect date. You know, for me, it's having the lady come out to the house, um, you know, we'll get the stew ready. We'll put some stew on. She'll help me. You know, I, I want to be equal. You know, I want her to learn. And, and you know, usually I, I end up being more of a teacher, not just in bed. <laughs> um, but I, uh, you know, take her out to the to the hide shop. And, you know, we might tan a hide or two or maybe, um, you know, a lot. well, I'll tell you, my, one of my favorite dates I've ever been on is I had a lady out to the house and we just whittled. We didn't even eat dinner. We uh, whittled all the way into fucking, and that was probably, you know, she made a couple little birds. I mean, I made about 15 flutes to hand out to children, autograph and give to my fans, and uh, we whittled on the front porch and, you know, played a little music, listened to music, pulled out the harmonica. That's that's kind of what I like to do, you know. I don't I do not do any of the fancy going, going to you know, tablecloth restaurants and that kind of thing. It's pretty rare that I'll do something like that. Yeah, I'm sure Jamie just took a lot of notes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I've always had that filling station pretty full, Kill. You know that. Um, is that something, you know, you'd ever be willing to do is make a visit down to the filling station? <laughs> nah, I think you got that one handled, Jamie. I don't know. Uh... I don't see any reason for me to have to come down there. You know, I, I do my own thing and I'm pretty happy with it. Wow. All right. Well, that's pretty cool though. Uh, Roadkill, you know, we, we love talking wrestling with you, obviously, you know, you're one of our heroes in the business, but me and Jamie have transitioned from a wrestling podcast to a movie podcast. Um, are you able to watch movies out there? And if, if you are, you know, what are some of Roadkill's favorite movies or movies you like to hear us talk about? Well, you know, I, once I saw, you know, because I subscribed to you guys and was on part of the last one and then it popped up, I, you know, I didn't know you were going to start a new one. Um, and then I've been listening to you. You know, obviously, I, I love listening to you guys. I can, I can always do that. And I do watch movies out here. You know, I was making my own for a while to watch. Uh, from scratch, you know, starting with the actual camera and film, making, building that, um, and just making my own uh, nature films and stuff like that. But every now and then I'll watch them. You know, I'm a big, um, you know, I, I obviously, you know, me and Arnold are close, and 
um, Sly, and I, I watch a lot of that. But, I mean, I kind of fall in with you guys on some of the movies. Like, I really like Cobra and Over the Top. And, you know, I'm a big, big Sylvester Stallone fan. And really just any movie with 18-wheelers in it, you know, Maximum Overdrive. I watched that one last, and it's got ACDC for the whole soundtrack. It's a pretty damn good movie. Do you still have your rig? Are you still driving that, or are you just – just on horses now or oh yeah i still have my rig i just uh i just built a new engine for it that engine had uh seven hundred thousand miles on it almost and i built that other one you know so seven hundred thousand miles is a lot i don't know if you know anything about cars but uh nobody's engines make it to that but um i just rebuilt one built a new one for it and um she's standing strong uh drive her into town and you know, load her up with supplies, anything I need, and, and come back. But I, I like my horses, too, that I uh, raised um, uh, from from birth, and they um, they treat me real well. I don't even have to break my horses that I raise. They're just ready to ride, you know, and that's just, you know, a good horse when you ride one. Yeah, absolutely. Jamie, do you, before we get to the big announcement, do you have a, any last question for Roque? Yeah, I was, I was wondering – you know, you talk about listening to our podcast and stuff like that. I was wondering if you had, you know, if there was some a movie that you would want us to review, you know, in the future. Um, we could maybe make a special out, out of it or maybe have you on to review it with us. I don't know how you feel about that. I know you don't do a lot of interviews and podcasts, but we would be honored to have you on for, for something like that. Uh, yeah, like, I, I think I can make that happen in the future, you know, if you give me enough notice. Um I've been, you know, doing a lot of, spending a lot of time outside. I'm actually in probably the best shape of my life, uh, believe it or not. I know, you know, the late 90s kill was pretty much, that's everybody models their body off of. Um, but if you guys were wanted, if you were to do a movie uh, for me, it would probably be either, I would think, Bloodsport or Point Break. I'd really like to get on there with you guys and talk about Point Break or Bloodsport. Yeah, those are two amazing movies. I, we'd be honored to have you on, obviously, and that would that would be amazing. Yeah, I would be on. I I would love to come back on and do that. You know, just like I said, enough time notice. Um, pretty vigorous schedule these days with the with the crops and the and the flock and and training and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you have any? With everything going on in the world, you know, we're living in a different reality, some people would say. Do you, are you, are you even concerned that, you know, if stuff gets real bad, people are going to, you know, try to run on your land? You're so self-sufficient. You have all your own food, you know, your own internet that you built, you know, you're able to do everything on your land. Are you ever worried about people trying to like come and take over your land or, or how, how that would go down? Is that something that you're concerned about? No, not at all. I just... You know, I have a feeling that they would they would kill each other before they got to me. Um, it's a shame the way people are acting out there. You know, maybe I'm getting a little older and softer, too. But, you know, I mean, if anybody comes on my land, I, my wolves and, and bear would eat them up immediately. Um, you know, if I if I went out and talked to the wolves and let them know, you know, things are getting hairy. If anybody comes on here, that's you know, not a woman or a small child to eat them up. They'd eat them up and it wouldn't be, you know, they'd never make it to me. Yeah. So. Have, you have multiple wolves and, and uh, you said a bear. Yeah. I have a few bears that, that are running around that um, just, just buddies, you know, I, they, I let them, you know, scavenge the land and they eat a lot of the critters that come through and, and eat my, uh, eat my crops and, you know, the hell half the time they'll, kill it leave it on the on the porch for me to make them vermin stew because they like that stew so much yeah you know when you when you read your news on the internet um and you hear about people freaking out and buying extra toilet paper or going to the grocery store and stocking up on all this food or you know not being worried about not being able to eat or uh you know not being able to get food from restaurants does it concern you this generation that's not able to maintain their own life like you do yeah it is concerning a little bit I, I just you know I don't feel for the the older people you know they they can die out for all I care but you know I worry about 
the younger generation and it's why I've been going out a little more, you know, maybe I can give back to that younger generation. Um, just teach them a few things, you know, I, I just, I feel bad for them cause they're never going to learn from the right people. And then they're going to, you know, grow up pussies to be honest. And they're going to, the world's going to leave them behind. What's the, what's the, if you could only teach one thing, what, what do you think the most important skill to have is? Well, that would be living. I would teach them how to live. Wow, that I mean, I can't really argue with that no. because living, you know, comes with everything. Um, I got one more question for you. Like for those kids that are out running around and and all this stuff, you know, the you know, not to get a little serious and stuff like that, but you know, suicide rates gone up. I mean, people are kind of going crazy and. You know, a lot of kids are depressed and stuff like that. You know, do you have any advice for the young kids out there that would, you know, listening to the podcast or, you know, anything to tell them, you know, if uh, somebody in their 40s could tell someone in their early 20s, you know, just a couple things of advice, you know, or a couple sentences of advice, what would you tell them? Oh, wow. That's, you know, it's some people would say that's a tough question, but for me, it's pretty easy. You know, I mean, you got the golden rule, you know, just don't be an asshole to people. Um, you never know, you know, what people are going through. So don't, don't try to walk in their shoes. And sometimes people just have a bad day. So if they treat you poorly, just smile at them and just love them. Um, you know, and some people will say, you know, learn how to fall in love. I would say that learning how to fall out of love might be more important than, than falling in love. Um, I would tell them, you know, that social media might be somewhat of an illusion. Uh, don't worry about, you know, you spend your whole day getting on there wondering if, if people are liking you and, uh, you know, your, your time goes by and you lose, lose track of it and you get depressed over that stuff. But uh, I would tell you to go out and face it and face the people and, and you know, learn how to face defeat and um, learn how to to embrace it and become a better person through that. Um, if you can't, you know, I would say in my career, like you can learn something from everybody, even if they're a jackass in the corner that has nothing to offer, you can still learn something from them. If you pay enough attention. Wow. Yeah. That's a, I wish somebody would have told me that when I was 19. Yeah. That's, that's amazing advice. Roquel, you know, we appreciate you coming on. We don't want to take up too much of your time. We know you're busy. But but you did tell us when we talked on the phone that you had a huge announcement that you wanted to talk about on the podcast. We're really excited to hear what this might be. Yeah, you know, I've been, like I said, I mean, I guess my last appearance was um, probably in New Orleans. Was I in New Orleans? I don't, maybe... Yeah, maybe New Orleans. I mean, it's been a long time, really, since I've appeared anywhere. Um, and watching wrestling again, and, you know, honestly, I got up here and kind of lost track of some friends and even some enemies and, you know, lost contact with a lot of people in the business. And, and you know, watching wrestling and getting back into it's made me miss it. And, you know, kind of given me a couple regrets. And, you know, I'm I'm a man who – you know, doesn't have many regrets, a uh, few too many to talk about really, but, uh, so I started training, um, made my own training facility in the woods, a bunch of different logs. I, I carry logs, I bench press logs. Um, I run uphill with boulders. Um, and honestly, I feel great. Um, I'm in the best shape of my life and, you know, all the years I wrestled and, in the tri-state area, you know, there's one, one final match that always eluded me. Um, and I, I think you probably know who I'm talking about here. Um, it's just something that's really been on my mind heavily the last couple of years. It's a, it's a chapter in a book I, I would like to uh, finish writing. Um, and I think it's, you know, one, one more run for me. Uh, I don't need to ride off into the sunset at, something like that, you know, but I would, I'd like to have one more run and, uh, I'd like to challenge super puff, uh, cheesy puff, 
whatever you want to call them, uh, super not buff. I would, um, I can tell you right now, I'm going to be in Asheville, North Carolina on New Year's Eve in the best shape of my life. And I have a couple videos coming out, some training videos, maybe a promo, a uh, real challenge, uh, but super puff. Uh, we've had unfinished business for damn near 25 years now. Um, you, you dodged and avoided me towards the end of your career. Uh, and I kind of walked off and left wrestling behind for a while. And right now I want to challenge you to a no holds barred forest match, new year's Eve, seven months from now, eight months from now, whenever that is, uh, if you're puff enough or if you're super enough, I expect a retort. So let me know, Super Puff. That's my big announcement is I'm ready to get back in the ring. I'm in ring shape, and I'm ready to kick your fucking ass, Super Puff. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Wow. So you heard it here. Roadkill will be in Asheville. For you to know, Super Puff lives in Asheville. Or yeah, and that was a huge – that was a huge territory back in the day, you know, Asheville and that Blue Ridge Mountain Parkway. And, you know, there's a lot of rivalries, a lot of heat, um, a lot of camaraderie over the last 30 years there. Wow. Yeah. That's, I did not see that coming. That's a blockbuster announcement. I want to appreciate you. Well, first of all, I want to appreciate you coming on and taking the time to talk to us. You know, hopefully we can have you on again. There's, you know, so much I'd love to talk to you about still. And thank you for making that announcement here with us and, you know, take care during COVID and hopefully we'll talk to you soon, brother. Yeah. Roadkill. I just, sorry to interrupt there. I just want to come in and say, I, I, I feel the same way. Like, thanks so much for coming on. And, you know, I know we've always had a special relationship and the three of us and I, uh, man, I can't tell you, I stood up in my chair right there when I, when I listened to that, uh, a little promo at the end, I can tell you where I'll be on new year's Eve, regardless of what's happening in the world. Um, pandemic or not i'll be in Asheville. i think you will too buck but I, I really appreciate you coming on and um hope to stay in contact with you a little more these days oh uh, yeah thanks guys for having me on it honestly it felt good to get on here and you know i thought you know what better what better podcast to to reveal my announcement on i mean you guys have been nothing but good to me over the years and you guys probably the best minds in the business out there as far as understanding goes. Uh, you've always, you know, handled me with respect in all my interviews and, you know, all the other guys say the same thing, you know, uh, Tommy Rich and uh, Scott Norton and, you know, Wildfire, all those guys, they, they talk highly of you. You know, I still talk to those guys sometimes and, uh, you know, the Scorpions and Johnny and Mike Cersei and, you know, they, a lot of those guys still think the world of you. Um, but I appreciate you having me on. Just let me know um, it, next time you want me on on the podcast. I mean, you both have my uh, my satellite phone now that I built from scratch. Uh, a little harder than expected to build a satellite phone, but I, I got it done in about 20 minutes. But um, I'm going to get off here and, and uh, finish my pot of stew. She's about ready to stir for the last time. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Kill. Man, that was incredible to catch up with Roll Kill. He's a legend. And wow. Uh, the announcement was huge. Asheville for New Year's Eve. If you're going to be anywhere, that's where you need to plan to be. Yeah, that Roll is. Kill hasn't been, man, Roll Kill hasn't been to Asheville in forever. So him, you know, getting in shape and going out there, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's, um, I'm excited to hear what, you know, super puff has to say and or just anybody from ahw you know what i i'm just wow i'm shocked on that but um wow i just i don't know what i can't wait like i'm so happy wrestling's better than it's ever been right now yeah that was a great interview and uh man i, I have a lot of questions left so hopefully we can have them back on you know i always get so nervous talking to kill and uh, i know you get really nervous you barely even asked anything yeah, I was – I mean, you had a lot of questions. I asked a few questions. Um, I just had more of the the soft side, you know. I see – you know, I'm knowing him so well. I've seen him change over the years. And I um, – I mean, it's it's hard talking to your, you know, your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler, you know. Yeah, it really is. So, that's our episode. Um, 
next week we return to movie reviews. We are uh, debating a couple movies. Um, I think you know Roadkill brought up Cobra. That movie would be incredible to do. And yeah, I'd love to do Cobra. Um, what are you thinking? What are a couple movies you've been thinking of? Well, we can save Point Break for when Roadkill can come on, or Bloodsport. Maybe we'll save that for Roadkill. Uh, I'll tell you a movie that I saw on Amazon Prime that was available that I would love to do is No Holds Barred. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. That's tough call between that and Cobra, but I think, yeah, I think we should do No Holds Barred. One of the greatest uh, movies ever. If not, I mean, it's the greatest wrestling movie ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. The greatest wrestling movie ever. And like I said, I'm pretty sure it's available on Amazon Prime, so pretty easy for everyone to watch. And, uh, you know, well, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Um, the rumor is, is that they wrote a script for that movie and Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan read the script, didn't like it. So they locked themselves in a hotel room for three days and rewrote the whole movie. Well, yeah, that's how incredible they are. So it is, uh, everything you would expect. It's, it's amazing. I can't wait to rewatch it. So, uh, yeah, we'll do over the, or, uh, almost said over the top. Uh, what okay. do, well, I mean, we can do over the top yeah. again. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure some, we will at some yeah, point. Yeah, I'm sure there's some things maybe we didn't we missed. Um, yeah, so no holds barred next week. Try to ch- check it out. I believe it's on Amazon Prime, but if not, just buy it. It's worth it. It's, oh yeah, you're an idiot if yeah, you don't it's, buy it. It's anyway. one of the best can, movies ever. I I wish it would take Vince three days to rewrite Raw instead of 20 minutes before now. Yeah. Remember how good it was I, when he rewrote stuff in three it days? It might make us sad to, to, <laughs> to see how, like, incredibly creative Vince Mann was in the 80s. And what he did. I know. <laughs> but, he was the creator, basically. Yeah, now he's just old, and I don't know, he's gone crazy. Yeah. But uh, it'll be nice to reminisce, and we can talk Hogan and wrestling. And, you know, that's where our roots are in wrestling. So it'll be a fun episode. Uh, yeah, it'll be a good episode. Just next week. Hopefully we can do it on time. I don't know if my AC is going to work or not. We'll find out. And uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, so catch us next week. We're Instagram, Twitter. Tell your friends about the show. Jamie's got a Facebook coming up. Yeah, Facebook page is real close. Almost done. Yeah, pretty. I mean, one percent almost. Roadkill made his own internet in a day, but you can't do a Facebook page. <laughs> I may need to get him to do it for me. I don't want to ask him to do something like that. That's no, nah, he's that he, would be embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, he's so busy. I wonder, you think Super Puff will have a rebuttal at all? I don't think he's ever like we. I know Roadkill's called him out on our show a couple times, and Super Puff has never said anything. So, sounds like this time he's just going to show up. And if, you know, I can't imagine Super Puff being that much of a coward. Yeah, we'll see how it goes down. I I mean, I might have to go to Asheville. That's for sure. Yeah. I think we podcast live on Asheville and see if, you know, maybe we have them both on. Yeah, that would be incredible. But uh, thanks for listening. Tell your friends. No holds bar coming next week. See you then.